0: And so here we are back again for another episode of Nevermind Never Mind, Jensen. Uh, we've had some great feedback from our listeners. You've got, you've received some. I've received some. What are you hearing from the masses out there?
1: Well, I've heard that um, someone I know thought it was very pragmatic advice pragmatic pragmatic
0: pragmatic, helpful helpful and pragmatic that's good feedback someone yes. someone that I had spoken to said um, they really enjoyed listening to this I can't imagine why <laughs> <laughs> you've got so it's, like, it's not like we're telling anyone anything new it's the same stuff every week
1: you've got a lovely student <laughs> voice
0: Peter <laughs> I think it's the music it's the uh, it's the lead-in music, it gets yeah, yeah. everyone in the mood. It does, yeah. So we were talking just before about uh, this idea of um, emotional energy and, uh, and fear is the example of that. And, w- and we were suggesting that um, this idea that the role that thought plays and ego or the, the, the idea of being separate is really the thing that gives rise to even the very existence. that thing that we call fear would you like to expand on that from your perspective
1: so fear um, stems from the fact that there's this identification process that we're having with thought and experience because it's felt that there's a separate me that's having experiences separate me that's thinking there's this hold around thought so Forever, there's this identification process with this. Now, because there's an identification process with it, there's a it's a self-protecting mechanism, because without that there, there's no there's no identification at all. So fear is driving the whole the whole thing,
0: or identification. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I was uh, mentioning the tantric sort of view on how you overcome fear this people get um paralyzed by fear
1: yeah
0: and um, they remind us that that emotion is just energy that's all it is it's just movement moving energy Mm. uh that is experienced by us and then what we do is we um we attempt to color it label it we put a label on it we say this emotion is fear that that emotion is pure excitement say you're um doing something pleasurable but it's still emotional you know, mm. in nature mm. and maybe exhilaration, surfing or roller coaster or something uh, But the fear is really just a coloration of the, of the energy and it's a thought coloration right? so the thought gives the emotion color and then we start to develop likes and dislikes around, well I don't like that, I do like that but if you strip away the actual thought content of emotion all you're left with is pure energy That's all it is. And so what they then say is that you take the energy, you go into the energetic core of the emotion and you just surrender into the energy and then you ride that into an expanded state of experience where the me, the I, falls away and then there is just pure experience of, I don't know, just state, just awareness, just a pulsation or whatever it might be. So, I mean, that's, a, that's another approach anyway. To the, what, so one approach is that simply by evolution and by awakening, ego falls away. And so f- fear at that mental level no longer has any currency, any yes. hold. Uh, the other is a technique where we can actually use the fear as a tool mm. to actually transmute the fear back into just pure energy. Mm. And from that, we just move back into the, the natural state. So either way
1: yeah yeah well um and also you know like with the fear i think the other thing that needs to be pointed out as well is the fact that um we're talking about the hold of thought so there's also like you could say physical fear as well so suddenly a lion jumps up in front of you mm-hmm. and you feel in the pit of your stomach yeah like solar plexus or something you feel a sensation and so forth well not really talking about that per se, mm-hmm. but really just talking about the hold of thought has on this idea about who you are. And because you have that heart, that idea, those expectations and what have you, fear is what holds that in place. Because if that's not there, it feels like, well, I'm nothing.
0: Right. And of course, we'd say that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> But um, to the conditioned mind. That's fearful. That's scary. And, you know, that comes from childhood, doesn't it? That comes from very young when, uh, you know, the, the infant, infant initially has no concept of self. I would say very limited mm. concept of, of an of a, um, independent existence uh, initially from beyond its mother and then eventually into the world where it's given a name and it's given a gender and it's assigned qualities and attributes and, um, you know, uh, abilities. And from that point, the ego forms and it starts to become vulnerable then, right? Because then it starts to take on the mythology of thought, the mythology of limited existence. Mm. And that's where all the fun begins.
1: Fun, fun, fun.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, now, the other thing we were talking about was the fish in water analogy. Yeah. And the um, idea here is that uh, a fish would have no real concept of water. This would be my argument. I'm sure it's not original. But the fish is there swimming around in stuff that it's on only ever known that. And so it probably has not much consciousness of the, the water. And yet, um, so if you ask the fish to describe the medium in which it exists you know, we'd probably find the question quite puzzling, assuming that you could Mm. converse with a fish. (laughs) But um, if you were then to take it into a classroom and start to give it language... A school of fish. A school of fish, very good. And then we give it an identity and we start to say, well, you are actually this separate thing. You are scales and and gills and fins and eyes and, you know, colour and movement. And, uh, and 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 so you are this kind of fish. Not only do we give you a a, 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 a type of animal that you are, mm. but we might even assign you a genus and a species. So you might <laughs> be a garfish or a skip, skip skipjack. Jack. Yeah, and so suddenly the fish realizes it's now not alone. It's part of this. Well, it probably you know, was aware of the school but maybe it's not really that self-conscious mm. because it's a, uh, even a herd instinct. Yeah. So there's not real... As long as the, the combined entity survives, the individual isn't that important. Yeah. But as you start to imbue this fish with a sense of its own personal existence, then you start to separate it from the environment in which it operates. Mm. And then eventually, I suppose, you could give a fish an ego, right?
1: Yeah, well, again, <laughs> thought is the great interloper here, and um, that's just a beautiful story. You're the master of these stories. They're, they're, they're fantastic. And the other thing is, like, it, it comes back always to the same thing, that you're already free, and if you stop looking for freedom,
0: you won't find bondage. Mm. Stop trying to label things as well. See, this is the other part of that um, analogy, isn't it, that... It's the moment that we start to assign properties and labels to things, good, bad, happy, sad, me, other, uh, that the, all the trouble begins. They, these are all sort of limited, limiting functions of mind that are probably necessary at the relative level, just for day-to-day life, we're not mm. saying that. Mm. But uh, if you're really interested in knowing your true nature, in true self-knowledge... Mm then you, you really have to move past labels. Mm. I say, you don't look at the label, you look at what's in the jar. Source. <laughs> Go to the source. Very good, Gents. <laughs> and I think you're the master of the, the subtle pun. Ah, very subtle. <laughs> Speaking of subtle, I can hear the very subtle strains of the 24-piece orchestra starting to encroach upon this conversation yet again. But we have to thank them. They're here every week. Rain, hail and shine. And uh, that joke about the 25th opening actually was only a joke. So please stop sending in applications to join the band because I will regret to say all positions are currently filled. Thank you, Jensen, for your time today. Thanks, Peter. And thank you all for listening.